How's everybody doing? This is episode number, believe it or not, Hello. uno, uno, episode once of the once. 2 and 0 Toxic Podcast. My name is Sam, they, them. I'm here with my lovely co-hosts. Kevin, he, they. And Alex. And we are here to bring you, like Sam said, episode 11. <laughs> we have uh, four more to go. We're down, like we're just saying, it's hump day. We're on the way to the weekend, uh, the end of the, the, we're on the way to the Friday of the... Oh. Of the season. Yes. <laughs> and with that, we're bringing you an episode that is very dear to me yes. in a, I guess, in a you know, way that I'm looking back at these episodes. This, this title is called Love and All the Above. And this is probably mm. one of the first titles that I had come up with when I started writing this season. And I never considered myself to be a writer, everyone. Um, I even in college I hated writing artist <laughs> bios, artist statements for myself. I couldn't even think of a fucking title for my art pieces. I was oh just God, like God. title. I was like art one, <laughs> art two, art three, and it was always so difficult to me to think of something that was like this piece is going to be titled this. But yeah. when I was writing this whole thing, I wrote love, and then it was like a culmination of. It's the spectrum of sexuality, of gender, of you know, loving, you know, loving, just mm. a culmination of all of that. So mm. then, I it just kind of came up with like love and all the above. And I think we, I was sitting here at this very spot when we first started, when mm-hmm. we first had our meeting, mm. and I think it was just like a talked about subject. And then I just said, oh, love and all the above. And Sam was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's it. And it was funny. I mean, this is like probably the one title that stuck out of all of them besides... Uh, actually, just I think this is like the only title that stuck. Right. So I know that with this, you know, there's a lot of different subtopics and subcategories. And it's just, you know, a big web of what comes back to it. And mm-hmm. the main thing that comes back to it is the idea of love. And if... You know, I wonder that if we had just loved something or someone without all that gook and that yuck, and we, mm. you know, if we were just free to be yeah. able to do what we felt that we wanted to do, would it be different? How would it change us? And I'm not talking about all you nasties out there thinking like, <laughs> well, if I go cheat on my spouse because I want, <laughs> or if I go cheat on my girlfriend because my love for, the, no. no, it's not about that. It's no. not about that. It's just about being honest. Yes. Yeah. That's so How difficult. different would we all be? 
I I I have made it a point recently to be nothing but honest, like completely open, <laughs> open and honest, and it hasn't worked out very well for me. And that isn't to say that <clears throat> I'm 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 better or I'm the good one or I did the right thing. It's just. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that that is a sort of like foreign idea. People say, oh, I want honesty. I want honesty and complete 100 yeah. percent communication and openness. And then when you get it, it's like, what do oh, you do with it? Is this is this what this is? Holy shit. I have to I have to tell you everything. I have to tell you the truth about not hide shit and not hold back and tell you how I feel about everything. I think that's re- scary. Yeah. I think it all requires, like, a certain level of, like, discernment. Like, you really don't have to tell everybody everything, right. no, per As long day, as you're honest with for, yourself. Like, I'm talking about, like, don't come in. This isn't confessional, bro. It's not like yeah. the church where you got to confess all your sins. Like, I'm like, from here going forward, what happens with us, fucking tell me what's going on. Like, just tell me what the fuck is going on when it happens. Not yeah. after you fuck somebody, after you did a thing, after you feel a thing, after you, you know... Tell me when it happens, and let's fucking talk about it. I don't know. I've, I've had situations where people share their ugly thoughts, and I'm like, you know, you could have kept that to yourself. True. She was like looking at me, she was like, I really fucking hate you sometimes. Man. I only have sex with you for your attention. I'm like, That's you could have not said that. I mean, That's harsh. You could have let that feeling pass. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think it's yeah. scary for everybody to actually, to one Tell the actual complete 100 percent truth, yeah. and then to hear that shit too, because you're like, "Fuck, Ooh, what also, are you gonna say?" <laughs> I've like asked this question like a many a times to people before they say stuff. Is like, "Hey, does this affect the dynamics of a relationship?" Yes. And if it doesn't, that's then it's important. Like, we don't have to say it. <laughs> like, you don't have to say it. But it's not gonna affect. Right. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. That could be for you. Right. Right. Absolutely. I. Hmm. Because you really got to think about relationship dynamics when it comes to, like, honest. Lately, I've been, uh, I don't know, like, I got into this stage where I was like, I'm going to give up on dating. And, like, as that happened, like, I kind of been running into more, like, dating-like situations. Yeah. But I realized I don't even know what to do anymore. Same, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing these days. Like, <laughs> I feel like a dork. Like, I feel like such a yeah. fucking dork. Like, I feel like, am I not saying the right, like, what am I, do- like, so I'm just, I try to be as, like, genuine as possible. Yeah. But I think that's what makes me come off as a dork. Or, like, as awkward or kind of weird or whatever the fuck. But I'm like, okay, so do I put on a front? Do I? Because I could do that shit. Like, I, yeah. have, I have a character I could pull out of my pocket. I could, I could do that character. That's easy, but I want to be, be comfortably vulnerable. <sighs> Bitch, but and it's it, like people don't want you to be. Um, like, it's like they, they have a weird, uh, like, this is too genuine. I don't know how to deal with this yeah so like you can be too genuine and ruin it and it's weird because like as somebody who identifies as a demisexual yeah it's all about it's all about that like that connection not yes. the not the physical not the oh you're attractive let me flirt with you it's like the, the, it's friendship. Like the friendship part yeah. like let's go hang out at a party. initial yeah yeah get to know you type shit and then i want to be like i don't know saying something vulnerable as like my way of like opening up to somebody and like connecting and it being the thing that actually pushes people away, which Bro. makes it really fucking hard, because it's just like the way my sexuality works. I need to be vulnerable. So like, if I'm vulnerable and that's the thing that repels people away, I'm sitting here stuck. Like, what out. the fuck do we do? Yeah. What do we do now? <laughs> like, my whole life has been in relationships, 
uh, and I'm just talking, well, fuck, I'm not even going to lie. In all my relationships, full of shit, lying, saying what I think people want to hear, sort of being that character, being this person, because one, I am insecure as fuck. Two, I don't believe that for so many years, I didn't think that my actual self-worth and value were a thing or that they existed. So Mm -hmm. I developed this sort of persona that I thought would at least make me popular and people would like me because I fucking hate myself. And I think that if people really knew me, they would not like me either. Right. And so now... I'm not about that life. I can't live like that shit just built up resentment and was anger and like just fucking toxic as fuck. Yeah. And then so now I'm like, I want to be 100 now. Still too much. It's too much. It's like, but there's got to be, I am hopeful though that that somebody is like, see, no, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. My grandma used to say, there's a top for every pop. And Somewhere another one a fucking of, top. Another top of every pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's the hope, man. That's the fucking hope. Like, shit. It's not hopeless. I'm not going to die alone up in this motherfucker. That's for sure. Yeah, not me. I'll be damned. Y'all going to find me up here with a cat and eating one of my eyeballs and shit? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I always, I like, when it comes to that, I just, I think that, you know, we come into the world alone. No. We do most things alone. No. We die alone. No. But we die alone. It's like, um, what's that movie, My, Soul? No, fuck that. Oh. Y'all better, it better oh, yeah. be 16 be like, motherfuckers <laughs> around the bed when I die. You better be like 34. <laughs> the better, the room better be packed with motherfuckers. But like as far as like, like experience that you're going that's through. That's not, I don't care. I don't oh, know yeah. nothing about that. I don't know what being dead is going to be like. I After what, as, what, my last breath, it's like, YOLO, and I'm out. <laughs> The rest is on y'all, but I swear to God, my last sight better be 69 motherfuckers <laughs> pressed up against my bed, crying, praying to Jehovah and Jesus and Allah and all these motherfuckers that I don't go. When I go. I can hope for that, but I can say through my like near-death experiences, when you're going through it, you're not thinking about no the fuck body else. <laughs> like You're really not. You're like, mm. I'll tell you in mine, I was. Really? Yes. Damn. I was. I was. Like, I, I'm not gonna be alone. I, I'm not. This is not happening now. Cause I, there's no way this. I'm not letting this happen right now. I'm not doing this alone. Fuck that. Mm. No, I, I am the social creature. The social fucking creature. Like primate as fuck. Like I need a <laughs> gang of fucking <laughs> apes around. Like I feel better in my community. And it's not big. We talked about the friendship. It's not 800 motherfucker, but. That I feed off that shit. You know, that's yeah. the love language. Words of affirmation and okay. physical yeah. touch. I feel like for me, touch me, touch I'm very, me. I'm a very individual individual. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I wish I could say, like, I had, uh, or I, not a wish, but like, I, you know, I didn't have a life. I mean, I did have a live death experience. I did have, like, a death experience. I did die when I was a little baby mm-hmm. um, for, like, a, like, six minutes, I think my mom said. Fuck. Yeah, and then they had to like put the little mm. the, what is it called? Fibrillator. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, they put that in there, but the shock. Yeah, the fibrillator. Oh, that's, that's what, what yeah, that's yeah, called. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had the little, little baby, little baby Alex Aww. had to have that. Yeah, and I, I turned blue. A little tiny pounds. And oh. no, yeah. I mean, they were not like tiny, but mm, they were baby size. Um, I don't know. She said they were huge. I was like, oh, oh my damn. God. <laughs> yeah. I know, because I turned blue, and then I died for a little bit. They were trying. They did it a couple times, or a few times. Go. 
And then I just came, I woke up, and I was like, well, I guess I'm in middle school. Thank you for giving <laughs> us <laughs> Alex Burr. <laughs> I know. And ever since then, I feel like I'm just... And, I, and I, it's not... <sighs> It's not that I'm, I can't be alone. I have to be in a relationship. I have to be in love. I love love. I'm like, that's who I am. I am a lover. I am a giver. I am a sharer. Like, I think open ass that book. Way. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay. And like, I feel like, unfortunately, that freaks some yeah. people the fuck out, bro. As I get older, like, especially when I was young, when I was younger, I was always trying to force like the physical so much because like I thought that's what it was all about. I thought that, I thought. That's the things that kept people. That's what like kept like relationships going. And then the older I get, the more I realize like I'd rather actually sit down and have a conversation than like bang your brains out all day. Mm-hmm. Like the t- the stereotypical thirty these days. Everybody acts like thirty is like the end of the fucking world. But <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm twenty years past thirty. So. I've barely peaked. Fuck you. <laughs> you haven't peaked yet either. Like it's just like oh no, no. absolutely not. It's just like I don't know. I need more complex things now. Like I, I'd rather have a really comforting conversation with somebody who talks goofy than try to be cool in public. Yeah. And always have to perform. Always have to act like some kind of appropriate way. Like that's the thing. Appropriate. The fuck does that mean? Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking selfies. Are you taking selfies? I am. T- I'm taking selfies and videos of you right now. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, this is. Um, I like that these topics are very, sub, you know, there's different subtopics and categories mm-hmm. for all that, but I think, so going back to what the spectrum, you know, Wait. I had this conversation, and I've had conversations with people before about the spectrum, you yep. know, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, no one's ever 100% straight yep. or 100% yeah. anything. Yep. Everyone's, it's just like a, it's a spectrum. It's Ooh, a, yeah. it's some motherfuckers is smoke coming out of ears. I'm fucking straight. He's fucking straight right now. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm just straight. Calm <laughs> no, the fuck not. down. Like, anybody, calm down. Ain't nobody trying to see what you got in your pants, nigga. Nobody cares. Calm but the fuck down. But even then, I mean, nobody I've known people y'all. that are like, that have had, you know, bisexual experiences with people and they're just like hiding behind <laughs> that. Like, Girl. oh, I, I'm not. I, I, I was, was drunk or I was, you know, yeah. Or, but I mean, hey, need to be free to be you need to just be okay with whatever if you want to hold their hand hold their hand if you want to go out with them go out with them i think if you just and it just comes back to just being honest with yourself and i i feel like for me uh yeah for sure i mean my closest friends and family and whatever like you're not honest with yourself i'm like mm-hmm. I'm trying or you know, <laughs> with other people like i'm still trying like i know i'm striving for the best version yeah it's getting there. Everyone's a work in progress. I'm working on it. We're climbing that hill, girl. What is that? Sometimes we slip back and keep moving right the fuck back up. This keep one going. part in Ted Lasso this past week where he's like, I'm a, or I think it was last week, he's like, I'm a prog mess. <laughs> <laughs> a prog mess. Fuck yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I could fuck with that. Yeah, I know. I but love absolutely. that. Absolutely. A so, mess in progress. Mm-hmm. Something that's really bad that I do, especially with people who like, swear up and down like they're very i'm not gonna say narrow-minded but they like are like blocking themselves from like the whole spectrum of like they're blocking themselves from the spectrum because they don't want to like appear a certain way or like they they hold their image so like serious like the things that they do i always like get real facetious with those people like a dude that's like i'm really straight i was like i'm gonna flirt with you really hard and see how straight you are now actually i'm gonna make you feel really gay 
Not because I'm going to do anything to you. I just want, I just want you to see yourself real quick because you're saying, oh, I'm not into this. It's like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll show you. It's a, it's a lot, man. Like, chill. Like, I, you know I've, I mean? I've gotten myself in a lot of trouble with that before. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's the areas in me. I was like, are you challenging me? Are you challenging I know, it's not about, I know it's about me right now, but, like, <laughs> you say you're not into dudes, but I promise you, you'll be into me. I have really <laughs> recently sort of, like, that, again, the fluidity of it. It's, it's been, like, very fluid recent in the recent years. Like, it's been so different. It went from bi to pan to omni, right, to, like, mm. understanding more about my sexual attractions like I I have completely come to the understanding that I am a non-binary person I don't uh, identify as male or female I work sort of in the gray of those two sort of uh, I don't know that that binary system I'm in it's 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 very ambiguous and I'm, I'm about that life and I've embraced that a lot. I really feel super comfortable like that. And then the sexuality part is like, you know, there have been times where I've been more attracted to men or more than women, or and I've it runs the gamut, right? And is there such thing as a flirt sexual? Ah, flirty sexual. has to be somewhere. We need to. We need to find. Like, what are you into? I was like, I'm with just. I'm with flirting with I'm anybody. Just about flirting. Give me any type of positive attention. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> There has to be like an attention sexual, yeah, right. <laughs> attentio sexual. Is that? I guess you can. <laughs> I just make that up. We're just gonna make up. A, we're gonna make it up right now. I'm an attention sexual for sure. Pay attention to my ass. Did you see that thing I um, <laughs> I posted the other day? And it was like, if you're not obsessed with me, it's a red flag. It's like I. It's like kidding, not kidding, but like if. <laughs> no. <laughs> So there, I do that thing when I get like drunk, and that's like one of my drunk tells is. Uh, yeah, I was drunk a lot this weekend. I haven't been drunk in such a long time, but Bitch. like I know when I get drunk and I'll say some shit like, "Tell me I'm pretty," I mean it, bro. I, I, I usually. I'm not mean kidding. It. You... I, I went on a date recently, and like I jokingly said, "Tell me I'm pretty," is like you're the prettiest princess in the world, and like that shit. <laughs> that shit right there, I was like. Oh my Lock the door. No. Dude, I love it. Like, I love it again. my coworkers that come in there. I was like, oh, my God, Sam, you're cute. You're lands. And I'm always like, yeah, right. more, please. <laughs> and then, uh, on my Hinge profile, it says, uh, uh, I think I'm cute. You should, too. Like, that's, yeah. that's the tag. <laughs> sparkles over my head. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, dude. I'm at that point. It's the truth. So we talked about the spectrum. Uh-huh. There's the biological sex spectrum. Yeah. The gender identity spectrum, the gender expression yes. spectrum, gender presentation spectrum, mm-hmm. and sexual orientation spectrum. Baby all doll. spectrums from the trevorproject.org. Awesome. awesome. I always wished I could like present more androgynous than I am, but I'm, I'm working more towards that. Way too masculine to look androgynous. Oh, that's not true. I've been I don't know, I mean I've worn wake up a few times and I'm starting to really kind of like enjoy it. it. It's so much fun. It is. And I just, I don't know, it feels like I grew up like with like David Bowie and Prince and like that, that fucking mm-hmm. androgyny when I was yeah. a kid. I would, I would watch those videos That's and the type go. That's of stuff I admired too. I and I would it. watch that shit and go, fuck. 
that's so bad at how the fuck do you do that like how do you do that there's yeah like how do you do it just because you just let it that shit was like magic to me and i would watch it like oh my god like instead of cartoons i'd be watching david bowie and prince and going fuck i wish i could wear stockings and a fucking garter belt and And makeup (laughs) yes see and i full bitch ass makeup glitter fuck bro like i really enjoy my masculine identity but i love it when like Somebody will look at me and like, wow, you have such long, beautiful eyelashes. Like, oh, honey. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, oh, my God, your skin. I was like, yes, my skin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell I'm me I'm pretty. And Tell the, me I'm pretty. The getting my nails done, it's very part of that. It's like I, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm at the point where like, I don't want to see my quote unquote boy hands. Like it, the first time, I mean, I've mentioned this before, but I had like super dysphoria the first oh, time. Yeah. Like the, one whole hand of nails came off and I saw that hand and it fucked me up. Like, ooh, no. And I cried and I was like, what the fuck? Is this my stupid nails? But I realized that that's what that was. It's not who I see myself as anymore when I look in the mirror I'm not man Sam boy Sam I spent so many years of my life Mm. performing as that person because society right Mm -hmm. and oh god I don't want to have to ever do that again I won't I can't I can't it's it's so scary to think of like having to pretend you know and Like you said, it's a it's a lot of y'all out there doing it, and I'm sorry. I know it's fucking hard. It's so hard to go. There's so much anger around it when you, because of shame. It's I think shame is a big shame and guilt mm, and family, right? All that bullshit that comes with just outside world perspectives and just people. They get in the way of how you want to be but you can't because you're getting judged yeah yeah either you're getting judged by their looks or by the vibes they're putting out or just words mm-hmm. online because social media is such a toxic for, fucking place it is toxic it is it's not as i mean i'm sure it was back then but i don't think it's like as, i think it's surfaced more and more and more just because of our access to social media or access to the internet and you know all these fucking apps and all these trolls and people that are hating and yeah then you just all it's all just gook mm. and it's just, it's just like a fucking drainage that's yeah. like clogged with like fucking hair except it's just like people's fucking and just words getting and to the drain clearing that drain is almost fucking impossible because you need fucking Drano and you need a fucking snake. A plunger, a snake, <laughs> all that shit, bro. It's just tons of hair and gunk. And um, all this, it reminds me of um, this poem or this book, actually, I read. I read this book when I was, I read this book in, like, fucking middle school. Mm. But a poem that came out of it was called, it's called If You Come Softly. Um, I remember it's from, uh, I think, Audrey Lord. I want to say, yeah. or I think that's how you pronounce her na- first name. Yeah. But it's if you come, if you come softly, if you come as softly as the wind within the trees, you may hear what I hear, see what sorrow sees. If you come as lightly as threading dew, I will take you gladly, nor ask more of you. You may sit beside me, silent as a breath. Only those who stay dead shall remember death. And if you come, I will be silent, nor speak harsh words to you. I will not ask you. Why now or how or what you do? 
we shall sit here softly beneath two different years and the rich between us shall drink our tears and it's very yeah (laughs) you know the topic about it was i mean if you read the book if you come softly and the poem i mean it's about a different topic but it's (laughs) it resonates it's still yeah yeah i was touched by like Three stanzas of that. Yeah, for sure. Because it just makes you think. And so every time I think about little things that if I get too much in my head, I just think of that poem Mm -hmm. all the time. I, you know, like I said, my recent life has been very filled with sort of relational turmoil, like, you know, relationship stuff. And it hasn't all been the best. Uh, I'm hopeful. Like, there are times where I'm like, fucking fuck. Like, come on, man. Uh." And then I'm like, no. You know, the wound, I think of it like this. The wound is fresh and deep. And I can't force it to heal. I can't make it heal. But I can treat it by taking care of myself, by paying attention to myself, by being kind and patient with myself, and eventually it will heal up. Yeah. And I don't have to force it, and I want it to heal right, you know, so that when I move forward, I'm for sure healed, and I'm ready to move forward. And that's going to happen in my own time. Hi, I-10. I missed you. (laughs) My, My love life and interpersonal relationships lately feel like a deconstructed sandwich mm-hmm. like i have all the pieces of the sandwich and i'm eating them so i'm eating a whole sandwich but i'm not eating a sandwich together yeah yeah like in I the have, style of a sandwich right i have a friend <laughs> whom i treat like a girlfriend and a sister damn and then i have like oh. a girl that i go on dates with who i treat like a tr- treat like a crush and i'm getting the whole spectrum of things that i need to feel whole with damn in separate situations and people damn but no, there's no, there's no one person, you know. It's just like, it's a, an amalgamation of like people around me creating like the environment that I need to feel whole. If that makes sense. It's like the relationship. Not whole. Frankenstein. Like I'm, whole, I'm whole in myself. Like like Frankenstein. Exactly. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking like stitching, and then I was just thinking of yeah. molding together. It's like the relationship Frankenstein. You're, oh, you. So- You've made a monster of oh, love. Yeah. I was a here. love monster. <laughs> I'm sitting here the other day thinking to myself, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's the Frankenstein of love. <laughs> and, like, it's crazy because, like, the, the COO of my job was no names, but, you know, she was talking about, I was like, Kevin, I need you to help me get five boyfriends. Oh. And then she was just like, I need one guy to take me out on dates, mm-hmm. one guy to make me laugh, one guy to have free, frisky time with, one guy to travel with. And other guy to just tell me nice things. Oh. And when she said that, I was like, I can't help you with that. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, which one did you like me to Have be? I done this to myself with people as well? Oh. Are, are we all doing this? Is that like, how you're doing it? I think so. I was like, that makes. That sounds. Man. You're not actually with anybody. You just have people who fulfill these different needs that you have. Is that. Mm, that's a cool. Well, shit. This might be a whole other thing. But is that. When you think about polyamory, do you think. The, Yo, the, see, exactly. Like, I was like, yeah, because like, and it made me think about how um, a lot of people are just fronting with polyamory because they're just making yes. it sexual. Yeah, bro. All they're doing is trying to fuck a bunch of people. It's an it's excuse not the to same yes, thing absolutely. As, like, 
genuinely having different connections with different people. Real genuine connections. Yeah, and it all being together. And being it. able to care for each one of those people. Right. At the same time. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And it's just like, it's not you could have somebody that you hang out with all the time. You yeah. cook them dinner. Yes. You guys go on dates. You never fuck. You never kiss or anything. That might, you might have an but asexual relationship yeah. with somebody. That's your that. this, is, this is the person you watch anime with. Oh, my God. And then you do PP touches with. You know what I mean? That that uh, I mean because right like let's be honest some people are using that polyamory oh, yeah. like I'm a player. as an excuse like it's just a new like oh I'm a I'm a I'm into polyamory that non you just you just trying to fuck but you true just... polyamory which is multiple love poly multiple amory like... love love it's not multi it's not fuck polysexuality it's polyamory <laughs> right isn't that like big love. But then there's also then there's also ethical non-monogamy, which is like, yeah, I'm, I got a core partner and I right. fuck other people. Oh and my gosh! Like it's it's and that's super nuanced too, right? Because it's like I have a core partner, but I'm looking to be with yeah. other people too, and like like okay, like I want to build a good relationship. I want to have an actual relationship with other people too, right? And it's like holy. Frig. Okay, well, I just got to find myself five or six people who are willing to sign up for all those things. And if all those fails, get a cat. I can't have a We discussed the <laughs> fucking cat thing. I can't or get a dog. Cat. Yes. Yeah, if all those fails, get yourself I a pet. I want to get a little service dog. Like one that I can kind of carry in my purse, you know? Aw. Yeah. Sweet. For sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm taking applications, by the way, if anybody is wants to fill any of those six or seven spots. Uh, <laughs> Just tell me which one you want to be. I'm going to drop everybody and find me a nice, cute little possum to love up on me. Ew. <laughs> possums are creepy, man. See me out in the streets with a possum Shut on my up. shoulders. No. Do not become that dude that you walk around at <laughs> festivals with like a, a cockatoo on your head and shit and it's like shitting down your back. I'll be like, or, yeah, uh, I know them. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Don't, or like a <laughs> gerbil. Like you got like a weird a animal. That'll be my crazy cat lady phase. I had a, I used to go to this park in New York. We used to go for walks there and there would be this chick who would walk around with her cat in a little hard backpack oh. with the little bubble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever yeah, seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's the cutest yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> like, don't they need air and shit? I mean, I'm sure they're fine. And the cat's just like in the little bubble. You see his little head sticking out. It's like, oh, my God. There was that lady who used to come to house a long time with her cat off leash. Oh, my God. The cat would just be anywhere around her. But like of all ever inside Halcyon, I was like, oh, she's here. Yeah. There's a cat. Uh, you know what? We're going to take a quick break, y'all. And we will be right back. All right, y'all, we are back, and uh, we might be winding down the show here. I think we've talked quite a bit about love. Alex, you got anything? Has uh, it been? It's been, uh, it's been a while. It's been an, an hour. An hour? Mm-hmm. Love and other drugs. Mm-hmm. Love, ah. and, love and all the drugs. Love and all the above. <laughs> oh, all the above. I, I was thinking like, about the movie title. Oh. Love and all the That was a drugs. fucked up movie. Bro. That so is a good. but that is a good fucking movie. That shit is wild. You on that Jake Gyllenhaal binge? That's why. Have yeah. you ever seen there's another movie called uh, <laughs> Love and Cigarettes? Have yes, you ever seen I have. It's like that compilation movie. Yeah. It's like different scenes and shit at the diner and all that bullshit. That shit is a good fucking movie. Dude. You guys ever seen My Blueberry Nights? No. It's another one of those like accumulation of love movies nice. where like it's Nora Jones oh. and Jude Law. Nora Jones walks into a cafe. <laughs> Jude Law. Yeah, right. Uh, Nora Jones. Yeah. Okay, Nora, Nora Jones. Nora Jones walks into a cafe after her 
boyfriend's cheating on her or something. And, like, this diner owner consoles her, and it's Jude Law. Is the diner owner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like, Jude Law would own a diner. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he serves her, like, a piece of blueberry pie, and they have, like, some kind of, like, exchange, like, where they fall in love with each other. Oh. But she just went through this, like, life-changing experience, so she's like, I need to break go find up. myself. Yeah. So she goes off, and she travels to, like, three different places, and he mm-hmm. shows, like, her in, like, Vegas and in California and all this stuff. Oh, okay. Experiencing different, like, love stories. Mm-hmm. But then she eventually comes back to him. To it's the like diner. this. Yeah. Nice. It's it's tight. Okay. It also makes you really crave, like, a big-ass slice of pie. Fuck yeah. I like pie. And Jula's face. Mm-hmm. How are you going to have Natalie Portman, Rachel Weisz? Yeah, yeah. And all of them Nora in this motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even know Nora Jones made movies, bro. It's the only it movie she's in. The, yeah, right? I was going to say, it's probably the only movie she's ever done. They fucking would. Don't know together. why. I, oh, I love that. Um, so, spectrums are important. Because they Realize reinforce that, that the world does not exist in black and white dig binaries. It. Dig it. Uh, I have a, a, this is from the World Health Organization in June of 2021. And they Ooh. define gender as socially constructed and sex as characteristics that are quote unquote biologically determined. Drawing mm-hmm. a distinction between the sex categories of male and female and the genders, girls and boys who grow into men and women. And there's all kinds of shit in between. There's, you know, intersex people and like, look it up, y'all. It's, it's, it's right here. It's, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Ask chatbot GPT. He'll tell you. Yo. They'll tell you what the fucking gender spectrum is and, and whether or not it's socially constructed. And then if you want to know what socially constructed means, also. L- look it up. It's it's right there. On the God damn it, Alex. Never mind. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've never thought of myself as non-binary, but I guess I you could if you, if what I'm thinking in my head is I'm Kevin. Mm-hmm. It's never just like I'm this dude. Right, I'm Kevin. I'm yep. just like nope. I am Kevin, the Kevin, a Kevin. Yes. I identify as Kevin. I identify as a threat. Okay, <laughs> I identify with violence. No, um, and, and my kiddos at work, they 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 want to call you Mister and Miss and Miss, and I'm like, just Sam, y'all, just Sam. It's fine. I'm okay with that. I don't need to be nobody's Mister or Miss or Mix. Oh my God, I got because uh, my email signature says they them on it, and then my business card and stuff, right? It all has my pronouns on it. Which is fucking amazing, Tight. and I reached out to somebody about like, something about taking a, a, a webinar or a class or something, and they um, texted me back, and it was like "Dear Mix Shell," like it was MX period instead of yeah. Mister or Miss, it was MX period. So that's sort of the genderless oh. uh, title for like Mister or Ms or something. It's MX, huh. and I was like, oh my god, interesting. And the first time I came into, I, I saw that was uh, I was doing Teach for America, and it was very like very allied and very like you know they saw everyone was very gender you know a lot of queerness and they were very great about pronouns and they would talk about how you know to build in the classroom like if you are you know non-binary conforming or non-gender conforming that you can you know, create a, a space in your classroom where the kiddos learn to call you mix, you know? And I thought that was pretty cool, and I like it. And then I, so I thought that it was really 
awesome. I felt very seen when yeah. I got that email the other day. I thought that was pretty dope. So it's this the end, my friend. And um, our, uh, as far as what we're vibing to, <laughs> do you all have anything? Uh, I was, I've been reading a, a series. Uh, it's kind of like a YA series, but it's like based in African folklore. It's by, Ooh. I'm going to not pronounce this name right. It's Endi Okafor. And it's spelled oh, N N E D I and Okorafor. It's O K O R A F O R. Okorafor. And it's called the Akata. So there's like Akata Witch, Akata Warrior, and I forget what the third one is. And it's pretty lit. People describe it as like Harry Potter in Africa, but like what? fuck all that. But it's like, no. it's about magic and like it's a mix of like the modern world and then the magical world and super dope like I've been reading the shit out of the first two books like just zipped right through them and they are fancy they're pretty actually popular they won a bunch of like Hugo Awards and shit like that and I think it's like I said I think it's YA but that shit is a good read and it's a lot of fun and the characters are great and it's based in African lore and I've been trying to read that's been like my Read more black authors because I like yeah. sci-fi and fantasy and shit like that. But there's a lot of fucking <laughs> authors, black authors, a lot of black sci-fi. So might as well. I guess I'm vibing with uh, trying to keep up with what's happening with Frank Cella this week because you know Frank goes just doing Coachella tonight. Yeah, we're recording here on a Sunday, so right. Uh, tonight and Coachella, Frank's finally headlighting for the first time in years, and everybody's been trying to figure out what's going to happen. Is he going to drop a new, new drop, track? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he going to put Nostalgia Ultra on streaming services? Oh, yeah, I've I've just been in just waiting, trying to figure that yes. out. Like when I get to work right now, I'm going to literally put on Frank Ocean and make sure everybody understands that that's all we're listening the to vibe, today. Uh, that's the vibe today, <laughs> God damn it. That is the vibe. So by the time this the podcast comes out, y'all will probably be able to see that shit on YouTube, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. probably going to be right up there on YouTube. Frank Ocean is actually, like, one of the people that I really look up to in this world. Kind of helps me, like, I kind of helps me navigate my identity in the Absolutely. world. Because, you know, he, he's, like, one of the first people to really, like, put that out there yeah. on a platform yeah. for people to see. That queerness, true, right? True, like, male, mas- that's, like, that's true masculinity to me. Oh, right God. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. Boss, what you vibing on? Uh, in terms of vibing... I wrote, <laughs> I was, I was writing this weekend and, um, I'm not quite sure about the vibing. I mean, what I'm working on, and I, I think that that's what I'm going to keep doing is like what I'm working on and working towards is just a better future in terms of stability for my financial stability, mm-hmm. my house, mm-hmm. my family, myself, where I see myself. Yep. And I think I always do that every now and then but with tax season i was like okay we're gonna hunker down we're gonna start doing taking care of shit and i think that whether it's the present or the future i think i always come back to that and i'm always thinking about that so my head i'm always in my head all the time all the Mm -hmm. time even when i'm at work i'm in my head but Mm -hmm. i mean it has a lot to do with where I need to be and where I what where I need you to work be? on and where I want to be yeah. and where I am right now. I just and said that about you yesterday. What? I was literally just saying that about you yesterday. Was about like, me? Yeah, I was like, she's in her head way more than like Did people I? might realize. The sound. Oh. Because <laughs> I, I, I had a work event. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember I, we were that. talking about how like tired we were and I was like, yeah, Alex is actually way more in her head than people give her credit for, for sure. sometimes. 
My mastermind. Like we were like, what are we talking about tomorrow? And I was like, Alex got it figured out. It'll be fine. She knows Mama what we're talking about. Yeah, the boss, like, she'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, don't need, I don't need to think about it. Alex is thinking about it. I usually already <laughs> have thought about it. I know. Months and months and months. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it I know was that. funny because I was writing and I was thinking, okay, like in the beginning, we were going to be known as like San Antonio's tea, the toxic yeah, tea. Like, but then once the season started and then changed. after recording, after we had lost that recording from one of the previous episodes, yes. it just, it changed that trajectory the vibe changed of a lot. everything. Of the did. whole season was like <laughs> that trajectory had changed. Yeah. And then I thought about, okay, it's a happy little accident because I, I you know, in college, shit would happen and my prints would be fucked up and I, you know, change it and I would morph it into something mm -hmm. else and it was, it was like an awesome piece after that. Nice. So it was yeah. just a happy little accident that it happened. Like it was supposed to happen that way. So then that changed the ending of the season and where yeah. it was going to go because in the beginning we had like sat down for what fucking seven hours yes, and bitch. fucking the shotgun fuck? yeah right? shotgun, shotgun slash vista i mean we stayed there from basically open to All close day. Yeah. and day. we had a whole season lined up i mean yeah. granted like I had already had all of these different topics lined up but we were like we had lined them out yeah. and then when the recording was lost I was like okay we're gonna we have to change something in order to get people more drawn back into it after like cause that conversation that we had lost was pretty heavy so yeah. I was like okay how do we bring it back you know mm -hmm. and then I started to think okay so like okay how would we get more people engaged after losing that yeah. and then my point was that you know we could be your toxic tea, yeah. but whether we actually want to do that, it's it began to become more questionable for myself yeah. and my morals and what I stand for and what I believe in. Yeah. Because we could all and I could give you all stories about people who you might know or who you might not mm -hmm. know. And, you know, those stories are of the past. And yeah. maybe since then they've changed or the situation was different you know i've always said there are three sides to every single story yeah. out there and if i actually went on air and i told mm. everyone who this person might be and who they were and how they acted and what happened and what transpired after everything it wouldn't be right because those were my personal experiences with them yeah and it would just be a one-side story and that's not fair but i know that throughout this whole season we've been talking about stories of people that we've experienced, whether it lines with whatever topic that we're talking about. And I mean, yeah, sure, that, you know, those stories are just our personal stories. Yeah. And we could be toxic and we could say all this. But I think that once we began to just like go more into the season, for me, at least I was like, okay, well, let's let's be more than that. Let's be more yeah. than just that toxic tea, because mm -hmm. then people are gonna, you know, it's not really about. I don't, I don't really give a fuck about what other people think, but it's just more about like, what is right with us. Like, <laughs> what, what feels the best yeah. and the most genuine, right? Like yeah. I feel like and now so it's a lot realer. Yeah, and you're not meant to, you know, for me, you're not meant to investigate, you know, like. Oh, who's Alex talking about? Like, is she yeah, talking about this person? Like, is she talking about this? That's like, not what this is, is about. And you can investigate all you want, but I mean, every story that I've told, it's not just a particular person. It's really just like the culmination. It's yes. really just like a, a, you know, variety of different people and different stories. So it's not meant to like throw you off. It's just meant to be like yeah. this. Like I've, you know, with our friends episode last time, I talked about like a couple stories yeah. about a couple friends that fucked yeah. me over, but. I mean, I've been fucked over by so many friends in my life that it's like, 
it's like come one come all for at sure this point. and i feel like it's not so much about like the cheese about these people it's about sort of the experience that you had and what yeah. you got from it and what you learned from it and what you felt in that moment not How so much about connect and relate with that and get through their shit I mean, it's funny because uh, my friend was saying the other day, "Is like you're like the healthiest toxic podcast ever." <laughs> Takes a step back. What? Okay. Like, wait, what's, right. like, what's, like, I think that's about right. No, she was like, "What's toxic?" I was like, "You know, this isn't really about toxicity. It's more about like no. working through toxicity." I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I think but it's not about being toxic. Yeah, no, we were not. Show, this is how you can be toxic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you ever cheated on your partner? Let me show well, you here's how. how you should. No. No. I think, yeah, no, this is definitely, we're just working through it and working towards it. And it's meant for people to be like, oh, shit, I went through something like yep. that person. I'm not mm-hmm. alone. And it's really just a, I want to say it early, but I don't want to say it too early. Like, we're going to be that mental health podcast. Oh, we're be, You know, because it's a lot to like. Being a human is messy. It's- yeah. A lot. And it's nice to have... I was talking to a friend and a fan last night. Shout out, Jason. Hey, buddy. Thank you so much for the support and the love and the follows and everything. And he was saying how relatable it is. And it's real. Like, how real it is. And that meant so much to me. Because it wasn't like... You're right. We we found sort of our flow. We found this groove. And I'm excited to kind of to follow this little river and see where it comes out. Yeah. You know? And I think that's it for episode 11. I, like, stepped out for a second. Yes, I was, I like, mentally you. in my Little own head about something. disassociation, girl. Again I'm in the always, head. I'm always in my head. I'm always thinking about... No, same. I feel like I live in my head more than I live in the real so world. So many different topics. Talking to myself, being like, bitch, you need to... You good. You I have, chill. like, a <laughs> list of a list of a list up. of stuff to do. <sighs> that was episode 11, y'all. This is love and all the above. From your 210 Toxic Podcast. Thank you for all the love and the support. You know where to find us on Instagram, 210 Toxic. You can email us at uh, 210toxicpod at gmail.com. That's correct. You can look at our link tree on our profile page. It's also on my profile bio. And mine as well. And my personal one that might or might not be private. I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. I bounce back. <laughs> we have, uh, when you go on there, there's links to the merch. There's links to the support if you are feeling uh, genuine or what's the word? Generous. Gen- if you're feeling generous. Yeah, sorry, I thought you were going to go with genuine. <laughs> I don't I know like, what the fuck. You're feeling fucking genuine uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, hit up that support link and, and, and do so if you feel so inclined. And you can, there's links to the show. So there's Spotify links. You can listen to the show on the actual homepage. All the episodes are there to download and f- catch up on. But there's also the links to Google Play and also a little link to Apple Podcasts. Anything else? Don't be afraid to show any love, guys. Because if you give us stuff to show love, we'll feature you on the page. Do it. And we're working on a lot of stuff right now. We're working on a lot. The wheels are in motion, y'all. We're working with a lot. We're doing a lot. We're going to plan a lot. Mama just has to sit the fuck down. Summer's coming, y'all. And just write a bunch of stuff and plan a bunch of stuff out for everyone. It's coming. It's coming. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting and staying with us throughout the entire ride. And we look forward to finishing out the season with y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is episode 11. Bye, babies. Peace.